You're now listening to Saturday's Child, where we talk about life, advice, and exploring beyond here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hi, guys. Good morning. Welcome back to Saturday's Child, my favorite little place to sit down every week and chat with whoever it is wants to listen. I am so excited to be here today. Very, very excited. Um, I just went on like a little morning walk because I wanted to ship out. I, I live relatively near these places, so I wasn't like trekking through, you know, I wasn't going on like the longest walk ever. But I was like, I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to go to the post office and drop off some of the packages I've been needing to send out that have the stickers that you guys ordered. Um, I've been trying to send them out and I literally walked all the way there and it's closed. Both of them are closed, the bank and the post office, because it's Juneteenth wonderful fabulous but i mean it's it wasn't a waste of a walk because it was still nice to get out there um but yeah no i have to i know i have to strip out tomorrow which kind of sucks but you win some you lose some (laughs) um so grateful for everybody who's ordered a sticker so far i'm so excited to see you guys put them on whatever it is you put a sticker on um really fun packaging them and like i've been putting a little surprise in all of them and I hope that you guys like them it was really fun to kind of like bring an idea to life like that and it has kind of made me want to like want to do other things like that like maybe make other types of merch in the future okay maybe like a little hoodie moment I would personally love a hoodie so if anybody else would like a hoodie that could be in the works maybe maybe closer to like colder weather though maybe not in the dead middle of summer would be the best time to do a hoodie maybe like in maybe like after Halloween-ish maybe right before Christmas question mark I don't know just thinking out loud here but it was really exciting to like see the finished product come in the little stickers and just get them on things and I'm really proud of the quality and yeah I hope that you guys feel the same way you know I have had I'll just I'll give you guys a little like weekend update okay love doing that um I had a thrift filled weekend (laughs) on Friday I had the day off and I wanted to go to my favorite piercing shop because I wanted to get my nose ring changed and I literally cannot change it by myself I just don't want to like fuck up the jewelry like I have long ass nails and I like can't do it and I don't want to like bend the gold in a bad type of way and like ruin it so I'm like I'll just go and like I'll pay them to change it for me every so often like every six months or whatever when I get bored of the old piece I have so I was like I'll just go there and then maybe I can do something else in that area funny story okay so I wanted to go to the piercing shop which is about 45 minutes away from me so I was like I'm gonna just like see what's around it so I wanted to go thrifting of course because like what else am I supposed to do (laughs) that's like my favorite thing to do in any area especially new areas it's like you never know what the local folk (laughs) are donating so 
I went to Savers and this is a Savers that I have never been to. And I just, I was like, I don't want to go to Goodwill because I always go to Goodwill. I've been to the Goodwill in this city multiple times and I want to go to a different type of thrift store. So I saw Savers on the GPS and I was like, all right, I'll just go there. I've never been here, whatever. First off, it was like so nice. Like there was literally self checkouts there. I've never fucking seen that in a thrift store. Super weird. But this is crazy. So in the last episode, I was telling you guys about how I've been really drawn to birds lately, specifically hummingbirds, and how I'm going to be getting a hummingbird tattoo very soon here. In the first week of July, I'll be getting it. And it's so weird because when I messaged the girl who's going to be doing the tattoo for me, I was like, yeah, I want I want a hummingbird, whatever. It was just like a plain hummingbird. And then a couple of days later, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I should add some type of like hibiscus flower with it as well because hummingbirds are always going to hibiscus flowers so then I sent the girl a couple more photos and I was like hey you might want to add this whatever so weird at savers the the second aisle that I went in it's like the it was like the wall art poster wall situation mirrors all that the very first item that I find when I'm there is sitting right on the shelf like I did not have to dig for it in any type of way it was just like sitting there the first thing I saw I wish you guys could have seen my face I literally gasped and I was like oh my god I can't believe this is here it was literally right there a picture of a hummingbird with a hibiscus flower not not anything else it was just that right there the first thing I found that day I'm like I thought I think that is so weird because to me, it's been something that's been reminding me of angels, reminding me that I'm in the right place at the right time, that I'm on the right path, that I'm protected, whatever. It just is a good sign to me. It's something that I just have been noticing a lot lately. So for that to be the first thing that I find on that day at a thrift store that I've never been to before and I didn't even have to look for it, it was just like displayed for me. I immediately (laughs) grabbed it and put it in the cart. Super fucking weird. But I'm going to take that as a sign for a lot of things. A sign that I'm protected, but also a sign that like getting that tattoo is a good idea. You know, I I don't know. I just, it was really, really cool. In addition to that, I also found a couple other items, of course, at the thrift store. I got like a little mason jar, like a really fat ass mason jar actually that is like blue it was super cool i don't know i got like a couple other like little boring things um but that was like definitely the picture was totally the highlight of that then i classic worked on saturday of course got my coin sunday which was yesterday me and my boyfriend took a trip down to boston um because i saw a tiktok (laughs) that was like come to the the Fenway flea market in Boston and I was like okay I will because it just looks so cool like vintage clothes and like a bunch of stuff so we took the trip down there but kind of (laughs) when I go to Boston there's a parking lot well not Boston but like when I go to somewhere relative like relative to Fenway so if you've never been to Boston or if you're not familiar with the city um Honestly, Fenway is like the main area that I'm familiar with because near Fenway Park is the House of Blues, 
which is my favorite venue and the MGM Music Hall, which is a new venue that I've been to twice. And both of those are right near Fenway. So like if you're going there for an event, it's probably going to be in that general area for me personally, unless you're going to the TD Garden. Um, So every time I go to a show or anything like relevant to Fenway area, I'm always parking at the same lot because there's just one that I always park in and it works out. So that's where I GPSed to when we were going to the flea market. I'm like, we can just park in like the the parking lot that I always park in. It's like 20 bucks to park there. Perfect. Um, Turns out (laughs) yesterday was Father's Day. There was a not only was there a game at Fenway Park, but it was the Red Sox versus Yankees game. Okay, on Father's Day at 135 when we were pulling up at like 12. So we pulled up to, <laughs> to the parking lot where I normally park for 20 bucks, $60 to park there. I was like, fuck no. I'm going to go try to find somewhere else. Um, everywhere was like $55. The cheapest we could find, which is where we parked, um, was in the lower parking lot of Star Market, which is like literally a grocery store. And it was 40 bucks to park there. Like fucked up just to park there. But whatever turns out that parking lot that we ended up parking at was like a lot closer to the flea market than we would have been otherwise plus it was nice to like get away from Fenway with all that going on like the Red Sox versus Yankees like of course it's the Yankees like (laughs) like Boston's biggest rival it's crazy I think it's so fucked like people have the audacity to wear a Yankees hat in Boston like that just seems so disrespectful and I'm not even like a sports girl like I'm I grew up like my parents and my family are big sports people and I I know what it's about you know I've represented it I've supported it just to me in this moment in my life I I don't consume sports that much I just kind of don't care but I still have like pride for the teams you know like I still am like that's fucked up when I see Yankees hat and like sometimes I'll see like on Urban Outfitters especially they're always like posting out like posting not posting they're always advertising like they're a little store they're always advertising like baseball caps and they have like the la dodgers and then they have new york yankees those are like the ones that are like the cute design you know you know what i mean um and i actually (laughs) hate to say it but i do like the yankees design like i like the hat but i'm like i fucking could never put that on my head i couldn't as a girl who's grown up in New England, it would be so, like, disgraceful to everybody I've ever known. <laughs> you know, like, my family would be like, what the fuck is on your head if I had a Yankees hat on? I would never. I literally couldn't, even though it does look cute, but <laughs> you know the vibes. I will wear an L.A. Dodgers hat, though. I have a few, and that's fine. Can I name one player on the Dodgers? No. That's also fine, you know? You only live once. I like the LA. Okay. It's cute. I have a cute blue one with like a red. I'll stop. (laughs) I'll stop. But other than thrifting and flea marketing, we got some really amazing food yesterday. (sighs) There's this place also that I go to when we go to shows at Fenway or not at Fenway, but like the House of Blues or whatever. Um, There's a restaurant called the Yard House or Yard House in boston and i just always want to go there because it is so good like every time i've gone there it's been so good and like 
me and my boyfriend we like wanted to branch out yesterday we wanted to go somewhere new but then we were like let's just go to the yard house and we got these fucking wings and they were like boneless wings and they were korean garlic barbecue amazing so fucking good and then i got tacos which i literally work at a mexican restaurant and you would think that from working there and eating mexican food all the time that i would be sick of it but I'm actually never going to be sick of it because Mexican food is probably my favorite type of food. So, yeah, I got these tacos there. And also, I'm like not really a big pork person, but they are they were carnitas. So they were pork. So, so good. They're like it was like carnitas, pork and bacon with like avocado slash guacamole situation, cilantro, sour cream the the tortilla that it was wrapped in was i believe it was corn but it was like a cheesy corn tortilla like they grilled or not grilled they like melted a bunch of cheese on the outside holy shit with parmesan truffle fries dude i like can't not get that like i got it when i went on oh my god when i went and saw cali uchis we went to this restaurant and i got those tacos then and we went yesterday and i was like i really want to try something new but I had to get the fucking tacos again. They're called vampire tacos. Like, of course, I'm going to get the vampire tacos. What the fuck? I love Twilight. But <laughs> that's why. No, I got it because of the cheesy tortilla. But that shit goes crazy. So if you're in Boston near Fenway, go to Yard House, get the vampire tacos. Go crazy. They're so good. Also, get a Grey Goose um mule like a strawberry mule with gray goose get that gas and gray goose is one of those things that i've had bad experience with and i wasn't able to drink gray goose for years but in that drink i'll make the exception and i'll drink it otherwise i'm probably never gonna ever drink gray goose in any other circumstance but i'll let, i'll pay credit where credit is due yard house period but oh my god i'm i'm just like i'm just kind of like feeling you know like the last week of school when you're like so excited for it to be over and you're like just looking forward to that friday of the week because you're like oh my god summer break that's kind of how i feel this week i don't know i honestly think it is the last week of school for people maybe um but it's also on friday me and my boyfriend are going to a really cute place in maine and I'm so stoked because we we have a little Airbnb that's a three minute walk from the beach and it's like a cute little like we have a cute deck we have a grill I'm just so so excited it's our three years on Sunday so we're going um for like four days so we're going Friday and then we're coming home on Monday um and I'm so excited like I can't stop thinking about it I already want to start packing like I'm you know I'm bringing my binoculars <laughs> um I'm just so so excited we have a cute little um I have a cute camera that's like it prints out polaroids but it's not like I'm sure you guys have seen that like the one that prints out like the mini polaroids that are like kind of like I don't know like the size of a post-it note they could fit in the back of your phone type vibe the one that I have prints out like full-size polaroids and I'm totally bringing that too. I love capturing memories in that way. Um, I have like a 
a book filled with a bunch of photos from the past like three years maybe definitely don't use we don't use the camera as much as we should because I, I always just forget to pull it out but I will definitely be bringing it I'm so so excited I'm so excited to squeeze some fucking orange juice at the beach bring my blender make some smoothies period I'm so so excited counting down the days until I hit the beach and I just can't wait I'm so excited so definitely plan something that you can look forward to because I me and my boyfriend we like planned this kind of on a whim even last I think it was like literally last month that we planned it and I'm so excited it's like already here it was really easy to book and plan and do so totally recommend doing something even if it's like going camping love that's like a nice cheap way to get away um and you can like hang out in the in wilderness and maybe take a little mushroom and live your best life you know why not as long as you're safe and you don't have to go to work the next day live it up you know you only live once let's do it let's have a little magical experience please i'm begging okay so i think i've mentioned this in episodes prior but honestly I come in here and I just say stuff and I the only time I listen to the podcast back is when I'm editing it one time and then as a final product typically one time so it's not like I'm going back and revisiting the podcast yet maybe I will in time but I don't know if I talked about this yet (laughs) me just going off on a tangent for no reason but I recently got a little tiny baby kitten our last cat that we will be getting let me just say that we wanted to complete a trio okay i feel like i've gotten a lot of cats in a lot in a short period of time like literally i've gotten me and my boyfriend have lived together since uh fall of 2021 so that is just shy of two years yeah that's just shy of two years and we already have gotten three cats in that time (laughs) that does seem kind of aggressive but this is our last cat anyways he is so fucking cute and he is like a little um i want to dna test my cats all three of them because i actually don't know what any of their dna's are (laughs) their dna's their heritage you know (laughs) do cats have heritage or is that just people their breeds pretty much i don't know specifically what they are but of course like the crazy cat mom that i am I have googled like traits that I noticed my cats have or like patterns whatever trying to kind of figure out vaguely what breed that they might be long story short I think that the new little tiny kitty is a Siamese tabby cat mix because he has really bright blue eyes but he also has like tiger stripes kind of oh my god he's so cute and tiny actually we have had a hard time naming this cat so i haven't really talked about him because i i want to have a name for him before i start dropping him into the world you know like i want i want to be able to refer to him by a name all i've been calling him is little because he's just little and i call everyone little (laughs) but me and my boyfriend the other night we were watching um adam sandler movies we watched happy gilmore and then we watched billy madison Honestly, sometimes you just got to watch some Adam Sandler movies. Some of the best movies. I love Grown Ups. The Wedding Singer is honestly top three movies of my life. And I don't even... The three is coming out of nowhere. It's just definitely one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite. Comfort movie, 100%. 
but anyways we were watching happy gilmore and we decided that we're gonna name our new little cat happy so now penguin and corduroy my other cats now they're like big brothers and i was like observing them earlier and it's so funny like corduroy which is the second cat so he's the middle child quote quote um went from the youngest to being the middle child recently and it's so funny to like watch corduroy like be like a big brother kind of like because penguin like penguin kind of minds his own business like he'll be like hiding underneath something and like curled up in a ball sleeping he likes to kind of stay out of it he's not he's playful but he's not like always playing with the cats he likes to play like fetch or like with a ball by himself like he's super fucking smart penguin's like the oldest sibling so he's like minding his own business it's had me thinking like kind of observing them and just like thinking like of them as big brothers even though they're like literally cats but like they're my kids so fuck off but it's had me thinking like observing them and all that it's had me thinking about how birth order like affects people that you know like affects you it affects me and like the theories surrounding birth order so it's kind of like a lot of oldest children have similar traits whether it be similar traits that they have in their personality the way that they you know chase success the way that they interact with their friendships or relationships uh, like in a lot of different ways like what they strive for in their career and their work life as they get older and it's the theory that all oldest children have similar maybe experiences or feelings whatever and then middle children share it as well and youngest children etc etc and i am an oldest daughter (sighs) therapy but the the theory surrounding oldest daughter or oldest child in general i found this article online and it's on parents.com and it says believe it or not psychologists believe the secret to sibling personality differences lies in birth order a major factor is that parents teach their children differently based on whether they're the oldest middle and youngest which is definitely true like it's different because like once you you know you're the oldest child and all the attention's on you at first and then other child comes into it and like it kind of shifts and you kind of are more so like you're expected to be more responsible and more like together because you're not a baby anymore, you know, like, the youngest child is the baby, and you, you gotta, like, act, like, kind of, like, a grown-up. The oldest sibling will naturally be raised with a mixture of instinct and trial and error. This often causes the parents to become, by the book, caregivers who are extremely attentive, stingent with rules, and overly neurotic about the little things. This parenting style, in turn, may cause the child to become a perfectionist, always striving to please their parents. Firstborns tend to bask in their parents' presence, which may explain why they sometimes act like mini-adults. They're also prone to being diligent and wanting to excel at everything they do. As the leader of the pack, firstborns often tend to be reliable, conscientious, structured, cautious, controlling, and achievers. I feel like for me, that is very, very true. When I was growing up, I definitely remember a lot of people, family members, specifically like my gram and my mom always saying like that they thought I was an old soul 
that I, you know, was just kind of like a mini adult, kind of like I just kind of got stuff, you know, I just kind of understood certain things. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it has to do with being the oldest daughter, you know, just having to feel like I knew what was going on and I knew how to take care of myself and take care of things. Unfortunately, that is very me. (laughs) It's definitely something. I mean, I'm not going to blame it all on the fact that I'm an oldest child, but I totally, totally resonate with that. And I feel like a lot of people that I know who are oldest siblings or like oldest daughters, um, I feel like they share that controlling anxiety everything kind of falls on me responsibility like a lot of oldest siblings like when it comes to like mom's birthday or mother's day or something maybe not so much in like adult years but when you're a kid it's kind of like don't forget you got to get mom something like you're the one reminding your younger sibling about that and like feeling like if they forget like it's because you should have told them not just because they forgot you know like you kind of feel like you have to you're like the trailblazer and like the one who you just want to make people proud you know because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do as an oldest sibling and i have one younger brother so there's no middle child in the picture in my family dynamic but i think it's important to read about that too cuz i'm sure there's a middle child listening or you have a middle child sibling whatever um it says When a second child comes along, parents might raise them with less of an iron fist due to their previous experience. They might also be less attentive since there are other children in their lives. Middle child is often a people pleaser due to the lack of attention they get compared to older and younger siblings. Middle children tend to possess following birth order personality traits. People pleasers, somewhat rebellious, thrives on friendships, has a large social circle, peacemaker. Okay, middle children tend to be kind of go with the flow because once a younger sibling arrives, they kind of are like, they're not the baby anymore. So they kind of have to fit in in the dynamic between the younger and the older sibling. Middle children kind of like receive, they say, they receive less attention at home versus the older or younger child. So rather than getting close to their family they kind of they may get closer to like a friend's family or just be closer with their friends and less involved maybe in their family life which i feel like from people i know who are middle children i think that is kind of that is kind of spot on and it makes sense like why wouldn't why wouldn't that happen you know like it's it makes sense that the middle child would be like kind of lost in the mix you know And of course, youngest children, everybody always thinks that like the youngest children are like the the rebels, the ones that get away with everything, because by the time they're growing up, the parents like don't care anymore. (laughs) Um, It says younger children tend to be the most free spirited due to their parents increasingly laid back attitude by parenting the third or fourth or fifth time around. The baby of the family tends to have the following birth order traits. Fun-loving, uncomplicated, manipulative, outgoing, attention-seeking, and self-centered. I don't think it's, like, that bad all the time, but 
you it does make sense that the youngest child would be like the the one who just kind of gets away with everything the low-key favorite maybe since parents generally don't have their eyes glued to lastborns as their firstborns, the youngest sibling might develop their own ways of winning attention. They tend to be natural charmers with an outgoing social personality. No surprise then that they that many famous actors and comedians are the babies of the families. In addition, youngest children tend to score higher in agreeableness on personality tests than firstborns. The youngest may also make a play for the spotlight with their adventurousness therefore free-spirited lastborns may be more open to unconventional experiences and physical risks rather than their siblings now i am conflicted here because i of course am not a youngest child but i have a younger brother i'm dating a youngest child i think that <laughs> my brother's personality is not very in the box with youngest sibling. I don't know if that has to do with the type of parents that I had. I I don't really know. I think that honestly, I have a lot of oldest sibling traits, but I definitely, when it comes to, I guess, quote, quote, risk taking, I feel like my brother is not a big risk taker in any type of way. He's always been like a really good kid who just follows the rules honestly but as for my boyfriend <laughs> he is definitely a risk taker and definitely an adventurous social charming funny talented person me just going off about him but he totally fits in that youngest sibling box i think and thinking about a lot of other youngest sibling family dynamics obviously it's going to differ from family to family person to person but this is just a general consensus a general experience you know it's no science but it's just a study a theory and obviously it's not going to fit perfectly for every single person given example my brother i just don't really think that he fits that box fully but that could totally just be for a lot of reasons um but I do feel like a lot of youngest siblings that I can think of do kind of fit in that like center of the show type vibe. And it's also weird to think about like a lot of relationship dynamics. They say that like firstborn children tend to date people who are the youngest and like uh, I think there's like another dynamic for the middle child like I don't <laughs> again the middle child just being simply overlooked so sorry to the middle children for having to go through that um but it's so weird to think about because obviously I'm the oldest and I have often like thinking back like pretty much any guy that I've ever liked or dated like I think like maybe I could probably say like 75 to 80 percent of them were youngest siblings and that is kind of weird when you think about it like obviously that was all happening before I even like thought about what any of it means you know like I wasn't consciously like I'm going to date youngest sons like it just is something that happened and that is like so weird to think about like it's so weird it's so weird like the things that we can do 
subconsciously the things that we can do without realizing that we're doing them and like have that in common with so many other people who have lived a similar life experience than us we can all kind of be like going through the same motions possibly even if we're not consciously aware that we're doing so as a collective we all share that kind of like energy that comes with being the oldest sibling how parents interact with their children and treat them accord like according to their birth order obviously they're not like we're gonna be strict on our oldest and not strict on our youngest it's just something that happens unconsciously because we're humans and that's just kind of like something that we share as a collective whether we know that we're doing it or not it's just really interesting to think about how that shapes people and who they are and how they move through this world and how they create friendships and create like get into relationships and treat their own children and the type of careers that they go into like youngest siblings are kind of like that center of the show ready to be a comedian an actor a singer a rapper you know kind of ready to be that center but then oldest children are like really perfectionist and like high achieving and like want to be a fucking when I was younger I literally wanted to get a job based on just like it being the highest like the best job I could get whatever the fuck that means like I had no drive other than I wanted to be at the top of whatever it was you know like I I wasn't like I want to be the president of the bit like I was just like I want to be the highest rank of whatever it is I could be you know and (laughs) that like that's definitely changed in me now that I'm like kind of like exploring life and realizing what really matters to me but when I was younger like that was my natural instinct was to want to be on top in any type of way however I could and like not even knowing what that really means you know like just kind of like knowing that I like want to win something and that is so oldest child of me like it's so like I just want to be praised I just want to be good like I just want to do good in school and make all the fucking sports teams and win shit and whatever that was like the internal drive for me was just like to be something but I feel like youngest children are kind of like more like unpredictable more like rebellious more like stepping out of the line more than their older siblings because they feel like they can they kind of like maybe don't have as much judgment on them as a younger sibling like I feel like oldest children feel really like responsible for a lot of things like I don't want to let my family down like they they expect so much of me kind of and then like the youngest children are kind of like they'll like me anyways I'm gonna do whatever I want like they're still gonna they're still gonna dote over me any day and that is just crazy to think about I want you to think about relationships in your life like maybe friendships you've had or people you've dated or your current relationship anything like that like think about birth order in terms of that like maybe only children tend to be with only children I actually don't know many only only children honestly I'm trying to think I can't really I have like one girl that I'm thinking of that I used to know but I can't really think of like any of my current friends that are only children it seems like everybody has some type of sibling or a lot of people do but I want to know more about that. Maybe I should look into that and share it with you guys. But definitely think about relationships in your life and think about if this pattern is fitting, if you find any of it relevant to wherever you're at on the birth order scale. 
where are the oldest girlies at the oldest daughters we have a lot of trauma we have a lot of problems <laughs> but we're all together and we're all fucking have anxiety probably and people pleasing tendencies but we're working through them i love it we're medicated you know we're doing what we can but oldest oldest daughter support gang right here you're welcome sorry i had to take a little coffee sip you know it i'm surprised we've even gotten this far in the episode without me taking a coffee sip like i don't understand how that happened but of course i'm actually less than halfway on the coffee like i am almost gone but today we have a lavender oat milk latte of course oh my god i saw this i talked about this before like imagine explaining things to a pilgrim like the over the internet is such a crazy place now and like some of the shit that you see on there are like i talked about like imagine giving like a really hot chip to a cheat to a cheeto to a pilgrim like imagine giving a really hot cheeto to a pilgrim they'd be like what the fuck is this like that is like radioactive like they've never seen anything like that and i saw this tweet this morning that was like imagine or maybe it was a TikTok, i don't know but it was like imagine explaining this to a pilgrim and it was a tweet that said folklore is so oat milk coated <laughs> and that's and it's like or even someone over 35 you know like that is so gen z that is so like but i get it okay next i want to talk about i actually was having a conversation with one of my friends because they just moved into a new apartment and they've been feeling kind of like they want to curate stuff and they want to make it like their own space but they're in that beginning period of moving in and they're kind of like don't really know where to start don't really know what goes where and kind of just don't it doesn't feel like home yet so I was talking to them the other day and I was like they were like I need help curating my house and I was like okay here are my tips so I'm gonna share them with you guys because I've been living on my own for about two years now and I am at a point now where I absolutely love my apartment so much I would love to do like an apartment tour honestly and that would motivate me to clean it up because it's kind of out of control right now like not out of control but like I just have like paint everywhere and like incense ash in like cat hair situation like it could totally use a deep clean so if I did an apartment tour for you guys that would totally motivate me to tidy her up so maybe that's something I could totally do soon but I we're at a place now where each and every room in this apartment has something special and is like it's a place I want to be you know I love all of the rooms and they're all at like a functional cool inviting vibe and the way that I've done that the way that I've kind of got here is the first thing I told my friend is pinterest i love pinterest for everything for cooking for hair for house you can find anything on there and i totally that's one of my favorite social medias because it's like the media without the social you know it's just like a fun it's like you're just vibing listening to music just going through pinterest it's great um but that is where i personally get inspired by a lot of by like anything honestly like just my my pinterest feed and what I've done on there is like when I'm thinking of like the way I want to design my apartment I 
I think about like pieces that I want. So when I first moved in here, I really wanted a velvet couch like any young girl. We all want a velvet couch. I wanted a green velvet couch, but I ended up coming across a blue velvet couch on Facebook Marketplace. I got it for $250 and it's still in my apartment right now. And that was one of the first pieces that I actually bought for this apartment. Love it. My cats have low-key destroyed it, but it's still pretty. It's not the comfiest, but she's pretty. And that's kind of all that matters. But when I had that piece, I was like, how am I going to create a room around this? Like, I don't know what the vibe's going to be. And I just kind of, like, would search, like, blue velvet couch on Pinterest or, like, you know, and then from there, you know, if you click on a picture that you're inspired by, maybe it will link you to other pictures like underneath that. Like it's kind of like an easy web to travel through Pinterest. Like it's kind of like you click on one thing that interests you and then it will show you a bunch of other things similar to that. And then once you go back to your homepage and refresh it, it's going to be all things that you've kind of been engaging with, like more things like that. So it's easy to get inspiration in any type of way on Pinterest. I love to like look at all the pictures and kind of even if I don't love the photo or whatever as a whole I often am saving pictures of things just because I like maybe a small detail in them. I might not like the whole entire thing but I'm really interested in this one little melting clock that's hanging on the shelf in this photo and that inspires me and that little clock is something I want in my home so that's why I'm saving it. You know you can kind of take little details that are calling to you and pictures and whatever it may be and you can incorporate them into your home and incorporate all those details that you like from all these various photos and then it will all come together and be curated into your personal vibe what you're being called to and it's really nice to start that collection and accumulate a bunch of things that are speaking to you and it just seamlessly all comes together and feels very you and it makes it feel like you're at home my favorite place to purchase or find things for my home is definitely thrifting but if you want something more specific etsy is a great place to find like anything that you could want honestly that melting clock that i mentioned previously that is something that I saw on Pinterest. I saw a picture of it and I was like, I love that little detail and I want to find a clock like that. So I searched the internet. I searched Etsy. I found many, many different ones on Etsy. Um, I paid maybe $20 for it, I think. And it's a working clock. It's like a functioning piece of art, which is like the best kind of art. And definitely one of the things I get the most compliments on in my apartment. And it's from Etsy. Lots of cute little gifts and things for your home can be found there. Handmade art, anything like that, vintage jewelry. <laughs> Me talking, I'm talking about furnishing a home, but that I can't help but mention that you can get vintage gold on there. And I have, um, <laughs> I have like a, a little penguin. It's like from the 1970s. It's a tiny gold penguin for my necklace for my little baby penguin, my cat. <laughs> but Etsy is a great place. Also, thrifting is so fun. It's fun hunting for things. Facebook Marketplace is a great place to find cheap furniture or cheap vintage things without leaving the comfort of your own couch. Actually, that's where I got my couch on Facebook Marketplace. $250. Totally, totally a steal. So definitely 
utilize that. Another important thing that I want everybody to always know in every term of their life, but especially when it comes to making your dream home, making a space that you feel as your own, it's really important to not knock your own creativity or even the creativity of those around you. You know, like even if you don't have the ability to necessarily make something come to life on your own, think about the people that you have in your life that might be able to help you in making your dream a reality. And I gotta say, a lot of things in my apartment are things that we have like conjured up and been like, it would be really cool if we get something like this, but how? And then we just figure it out and it comes into fruition. Like, for example, I really want to get these like corner shelves in the corner of one of my rooms to put all my plants on because I have so many plants and they like they don't have a set place because I always have to move them around because it's like they're on functioning surfaces that I actually have to use so when I want to use said surface I have to move the plants and it would just be nice to have them in a place where I don't have to move them and they're gonna like be safe and get enough light whatever um so rather than googling like plant shelf and getting something that kind of fits what I'm thinking my plan is to make the shelves myself because they're gonna or not myself but like make the shelves and figure out how to get them going kind of without purchasing them on Amazon and all I'm gonna need is literally wood and brackets and that's it so definitely gonna utilize my stepdad probably see if he can make them for me um my boyfriend has cement nails so like it'll be easy to nail into the brick which I have in my apartment um but things like that it's like this is something I want I'm not gonna like google it I feel like this is something we could make and I'm gonna reach out to people who are would help me make it honestly like people who I have access to and like that energy fits for everything like I have a giant portrait not portrait a giant painting in my living room and it's something that I made myself with the intention that I want to hang this in my living room and I want it to be colorful and fun and abstract and I made it and I get to look at it every day and it's just like it's not perfect but it like came from me and it's just something that I'm like really happy that's in my house because it's just like I brought my creativity to life and now it lives here and that's really fun and that makes my space feel more me because nobody else is going to have a piece of art like that and like anybody has that ability to make anything like just put your mind to it try and it's gonna come out better than you think you know like if you are intentional and you're following directions like or not following directions but like if you're being true to yourself and like just doing what you need to do I don't think it's gonna come out bad it's hard because I'm like talking in terms of like building furniture and painting a painting that's why I'm like contradicting myself obviously painting a painting is a little bit easier than like building furniture like I don't think I'd be able to build furniture on my own but painting is something that anybody with hands or feet can do like literally it can be abstract and the good thing about abstract art is like you can constantly build on top of it you can constantly modify or do something else if you're not totally happy with it it's very freeing honestly as somebody who's always wanting to be perfect especially when it comes to creating art it's really nice to do something abstract and fun and kind of like just let it become whatever it wants to be that's kind of what I did with the piece in my living room and it 
really makes it feel like home honestly so totally recommend that just kind of letting your creativity in and seeing how you can bring your dreams of having a sacred space into a reality i've said it before but totally for me plants are something that really brings life and vitality into the home i love having greenery and something to take care of even though i'm not like amazing at taking care of them but like they're alive they're just not thriving some of them are some of them are not but that's totally fine like it's a learning process and i feel like someday i'll be good at taking care of all of them it's just trial and error and i do the best i can um but yeah i i mean cozy blankets totally just things that speak to you things that you feel colors that you want to bring into your life patterns anything thrifting is always fun because you never know what the universe is going to present to you when you go um it's really nice to go in person and like see it before you purchase it i mean online is totally great too but i find a lot of fun in thrifting and hunting and trying to find something unique you know and it's out there like i literally just got that hummingbird painting over the weekend and it spoke to me it actually screamed and slapped me in the face and threw water on me um (laughs) but no it like definitely spoke to me and that's why it's hanging up on my wall right now you know just like little things and it will slowly come together but just start with like maybe a small project a small vision that you have for one area without knowing like what the rest of the room or the rest of the apartment's gonna need just start with like one thing that's inspiring you and then from that you'll get inspired further to keep reinventing your space which is one of my favorite things to do reorganizing and putting beautiful things on the wall and little knickknacks it's always fun to do so if you need help curating your space making it feel more like you i encourage you to do that and follow what you feel inside and figure out how you can be inspired and how you can use your creativity to bring it into your life because you're definitely more capable than you give yourself credit for and that is to everyone and anybody listening because anybody can fit that everybody can be more creative everybody can trust themselves a little further a little more 100 percent. there's always room for it a really good way that honestly never fails me to tap into my creativity or to just kind of get a little bit of what's swirling around in my mind constantly out into the physical world and have it be like a tangible thing and be able to see it I have a really good relationship with journaling. Um, Journaling is really fun. You can make it as simple or as complex as you want. Um, To me, I kind of like just being messy and um, just capturing like my life in that current moment. So for me, that's sometimes it's writing a sentence. Sometimes it's writing four pages. Sometimes it's putting in a little ticket stub from a movie I saw or like taping in a leaf or like just putting like little knickknacks or pictures or whatever in the journal drawing pictures anything like that there's no rules I have a journal that's unlined so it's just plain paper so you can kind of like go crazy and do whatever you want I totally recommend that for any single person it's just really good to get the thoughts in your head out on paper it 
is really therapeutic and it helps you kind of like not just process through and visualize and see what whatever it is that you're feeling um but it kind of sometimes you'll start you know sometimes I'll start writing one thing and then all of a sudden it turns into something completely different and it's like who knew that I needed to get this out on paper right now you know it's really nice to capture you and your inner world right where you are and journaling is a great way to do that it's a great way to connect with yourself your creativity be inspired by the world around you it's just great when you're feeling lost it's a great place to turn totally recommend that I think I think it's something that's kind of overlooked because it's like I don't want a diary like you know it's kind of like whatever but I think it's important as a human being to express yourself and let your yourself live somewhere other than your head I think it's like you kind of deserve that to put something out into this world even if it's just a book that only you're going to be reading it's like document your life in a tangible physical way you know that's not online for you in the future for yeah just so you can see where you're at it's very fun and I look forward to having the journals that I've kept for a long time for maybe possibly my kids to read someday maybe when I'm like dead honestly I don't know if they'll be I don't know maybe I'll write a book someday about random life things who knows who knows what they could be but I I like putting my mind in a physical place whether it be on a painting this podcast in a journal in a photo you know you can do it in a lot of different ways and I think it's like really 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 important oh my god my mouth is so dry I've been talking for like almost an hour let me chug some water please you can chug some too grab yours and take a fat gulp oh my god all right guys I love you. This has been a total blast. As always, it's always so fun and I never know really where the podcast is going to go. And I'm always like, am I going to be able to talk for like a while or is this going to be like a 10 minute thing? And somehow I always can talk my way through this shit. And I'm happy that if you're still listening at this point, I fucking love you and you're so sweet. And I hope that you found some community and anything that I've said I hope you had a smile I hope you look at life in a easygoing gracious with yourself way and know that you have so much to offer and if you're not fully applying yourself there's you can always start today you can always work on your inner being your inner life and it's really cool to just invest in yourself and get to know yourself deeper. It is what I live for. It's literally all I live for. <laughs> Honestly, it's like the journey, you know, I might as well romanticize it through my journal and just capture it as realistically and beautifully and imperfectly as I can. Cause that's what it is. It's beautiful and imperfect and unpredictable and you never really know what you're going to get in the journal. You never know what you're going to get on this podcast, but it just becomes what it should be. And I am really happy to be somebody who can use my voice in any type of way, whether it's for me or for you or for us or all at once. It's just cool to do that for myself, to do that for other people out there we all win you know 
does that make any type of sense i don't know i just am like spacing out and saying stuff <laughs> but i gotta go get ready for work honestly and make me some lunch but it has been wonderful spending another morning with you lovely beautiful people i hope that this week brings you abundance and fulfillment and health and everything good sunshine an ice cream cone anything look for the signs and be perceptive to them because they are there and fleeting and if you don't open your mind to them you're going to miss them and feel like you're not getting any signs but i promise you that you're being watched after and you're being protected by all the good in the world and you just need to open your eyes and let that love in all right i love you and i'm happy to have you here if you want to keep up with me or the podcast in any further way i'm not the best at it but i do try to post a questionnaire kind of collecting vibes for the podcast of the week Every week, I typically am posting it on my personal account at Lauren underscore Pelletier on Instagram. Also, the podcast Instagram is at Saturday's Child Podcast. You can totally go on there too. Um, You can DM me on either of those accounts if you have anything that you want to say outside of the questionnaire, whether it's just to say hi or if you have something you want to talk about on the podcast, if you want me to look into something, advice, anything at all nothing's off limits and i would love to hear from you so follow me or message me on both of those accounts and i will be there waiting for you (laughs) but oh also if you want a saturday's child sticker i just put those out last week and i'm still sending them out i am putting a little surprise in all of them i don't want to say what it is but a little gift in all of them and i just have really cute packaging and i would love to send you one um there's a link to my etsy shop on both of those accounts where you can get that um because i still have plenty left and i would love to send you a cute little pink mailer in the mail and send you some love that's physical and tangible you know like i can send it to you through this podcast i can send you my energy but i would love to send you in a physical item so get yours on my etsy shop it is not too late (laughs) but i love you guys i hope you have a great rest of your week and i will see you here next week love you